Hey everyone, and welcome to The Beautiful Hustle, a podcast that connects the heart to the hustle of the beauty industry. We're your hosts, and I am with Jessica Saunders. And I'm here with Philip Procopio. I hope you had a chance to listen to our first episode, because I'm so excited to turn the tables this week and be introducing <laughs> you guys to Philip. Philip is one of the most dynamic people I've ever worked with, and honestly, if he hadn't made the leap to start this podcast, neither of us would be here. So thanks, Phil, for making this happen. You're welcome for the stress, the confusion, <laughs> and the anxiety that is about to happen. <laughs> I love it. So I am going to start off with a little story about Mr. Philip as well. So if oh. you've listened to the first episode, you'll hear where he shared a story about sass meat sass on the retail floor. <laughs> Um, and that story happened ba- about in October. Maybe that should have been the name of our podcast. Sass, Sass meets Sass. Sass. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of podcasts to come. I'm sure the opportunity will present itself yeah. again. Um, so fast forward a couple months later after the retail floor experience, and it's the holiday party time. Again, Phil's at the salon. I'm the representative for the brand they carry. So I show up to the party to help support them. And Phil has assigned duties for what everyone's going to do. And I come in, I'm like, okay, cool, Phil, where would you like me? And he's like, oh, come on over here. And he takes me to this sad, deep, dark corner and sets me down at a table. And he's like, you're the chakra girl. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, you're going to be doing chakra journeys all night. So those of you who aren't familiar, um, at Aveda, we have these things called chakra sensory journey cards. And they're really where you're like energetic imbalances are represent themselves in the forms of colors and symbols and smells. And so you take people on these little chakra journey cards and they get to choose an aroma that balances them internally. It's really a fascinating thing. Not the best thing to make someone do for four hours over and over and over again. So, (laughs) and that was one of our, probably one of our biggest. Oh yeah. Like we threw in everything that night. So, Ever since then, Phil will refer to me very fondly as Shocker, Shocker Girl. Girl. And then we're at my house. This is 10 years after that experience. <laughs> and Phil can't find his phone or something. So I call him and I'm like, why the hell is there a picture of me <laughs> doing a Chakra journey from that night as your image for my contacts? <laughs> Listen, I am obsessed with my phone, but like contact photos. So one of the first things I ever do when I put a contact in my phone is I will go to like their Facebook or Instagram and grab a picture for their photo. And it just happened that when I put your number in, it was after I had taken that picture. So Chakra Girl is alive 10 years later. I love it. Well, I'm excited to dive into the story of Philip today. Um, I have had the pleasure of working with you for 11 years and we truly have just like been side by side growing and developing Mm -hmm. over all this time. Um, although our paths take kind of similar journeys, we we have a lot of differences in our background. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear a little bit about your introduction to the industry. Like you don't come from a family of cosmetologists. So Mm -hmm. like, how did this industry get on your radar and when did you get bit by the bug and (laughs) kind of tell us where it all began? So it, it is similar to yours in a way that um, I do think I was destined to be in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a very large family. Um, I have 10 siblings. Step, half, whole were a very 
like uniquely blended family. But the main majority, I grew up with four sisters. And so um, my dad, we lived with my dad for quite a while as a single dad. I was the oldest and he came to me one day and said, okay, you're the oldest. You need to figure this out. (laughs) And reference to my sister's hair and things like that. And so um, I just learned and I learned by brushing hair and then teaching them how to do it and me figuring out how to teach them how to do it. And um, that's where it kind of started in high school. I had a lot of girlfriends, girl space friends. <laughs> I like define that a little. I did have one girlfriend who broke my heart. She dumped me before the day before prom. No. I was a freshman, she was a sophomore and she didn't want to be seen at prom with a younger person. So, jokes on her the next year I told her she was the reason I'm gay. <laughs> oh my god. And then actually fast forward like 15 years, I had to wax her brows one day at the salon. Oh my god. So that was a little awkward. Anyways, um, so yeah, I, it just, it kind of came natural to me. Mm -hmm. And so, but I never thought of it really as a viable career path. My dad had mentioned um, on several occasions before I went to college that I should consider hairdressing. And I was like, you've got to be the only parent on this planet (laughs) to suggest not going to beauty school or not going to college and going to beauty school instead. And this was like the end of the 90s. So it was like everything was about college. And so, um, and I was like, my haircuts are $6 at the mall. That's a lot of freaking haircuts to make a living. And I was like, I had zero interest actually. And so um, I wanted to do music. I was a singer in high school. Um, I love music to this day. I love singing. I can't wait for you guys to hear him sing sometime. I had a fun (laughs) idea. Like, let's put headphones on and record ourselves singing our favorite songs. Like, it's going to be this horrible, funny, screechy. And I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute. I forgot who I'm hanging out with. You have the voice of an angel. Never mind. That'll be embarrassing for me. (laughs) So, um, well, thank you. Uh, I would agree maybe halfway. But um, so right before college at the end of high school, I uh, hurt my voice. Um, Well, I didn't hurt it. I was actually, I was working at Taco Bell. So that's where the addiction started. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I was promoted to shift leader at like 17 years old. And um, this other gal who was quite a bit older, I got promoted over her. So she got mad and put a chemical in my drink. Oh and, my gosh. And so um burned my vocal cords. I immediately it I mean I went to the ER, it was a whole thing and um so I couldn't sing. I was not allowed. I had to be silent for like 6 days. I wasn't allowed to sing at all for weeks. Um I had to drop out of competitions and um it was like the end of my senior year. And so I was supposed to major in music. And so I went to college um trying to, but it's hard when you Mm -hmm. can't sing very well and, and then try and be a singing teacher. (laughs) Like that doesn't really work. And so I had to pivot, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like, well, business is, you know, for everything I can do that. So finished there. I moved, um, to back to LA where I'm originally from worked corporate world. I worked several jobs just trying to figure out what I wanted to mm-hmm. do. I had no clue. If I couldn't do music, I was so lost and had 
really zero passion for anything else besides music at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I worked for Hilton and guests and I did finance and I even sold cars at one point. Um, and, and then eventually I was living in LA and got to know people who were in the industry Mm -hmm. and people who did very well in the industry. And I was exposed to Hollywood and those kinds of things. Those aren't $6 haircuts. No, (laughs) not even back then. And so I was like, oh, this is where it's at. And so um, I kind of was thinking about it. Wasn't quite sure because I had just landed a job um, doing finance for Infinity Motors and was doing really well. And I was projected to make quite a bit of money that year. And so, but then life happens and, well, not life, but my dad passed away. Um, He was in a tragic car accident where a semi-truck driver fell asleep at the wheel, hit him while he was on a business trip with a few other people. And that really rocked my world, Mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of had to reevaluate everything in life. At 23 years old, I just lost my dad. Um, We kind of had a very tumultuous relationship and it just started getting good. Mm -hmm. It was starting to work itself out. And so I was just all of a sudden struck with guilt and regret and fear. And so I moved to Montana because I like almost had a mental breakdown. Moved back to Montana and to be with my family. I had two little sisters. My sisters were nine and 11, I think at the time, the two youngest. So I moved back to kind of help out and figure things out. And that's when my stepmom was like, you should go to beauty school. There's a a new beauty school here. And I was like, why would I move from beautiful Southern California where it's like the dream to be a hairdresser to great falls, Montana to learn how to do hair. Yeah, <laughs> just seriously. Um, but what motivated me to do that was the $35,000 price tag for Vidal oh, yeah. Sassoon to this brand new school as one of the first classes. I think I paid like seven or $8,000. Yeah. So, and it was brand new. It was really modern. They promised a lot. So I was like, okay, I can make this work. Um, I could do a year in Montana <laughs> and went to school. The whole plan was to move to New York City. I was like, okay, did the LA thing. Um, I'm going to move to New York and be this amazing hairdresser in Soho. And, um, and then the year came, I graduated. I know school. you, you had like an apartment picked out. Oh. You had all the things, you know what I was, whatever <laughs> was before Zillow. I was on Zillow <laughs> looking at apartments. I knew exactly where I wanted to live. Apparently I thought I could afford a $5,000 right. a month, uh, duplex in Tribeca <laughs> as a first year hairdresser. <laughs> But, you know, got to dream big. Um, so I ended up graduating and I decided to stay another year. Um, I was just like, you know, it doesn't feel right to leave my sisters. We were still all very much in the grieving process. Mm-hmm. We were in the middle of this huge lawsuit against the trucking company. And so I just didn't feel right leaving. So I got a job um, at a salon in Great Falls and was there for 13 years. And here we are. And here we are. So since then, I've moved. I moved down to Bozeman, started at a new salon um, where I'm the GM and get to lead this amazing team uh, here in Bozeman, which is incredible. Bozeman's kind of, I don't want to, I say compromise a lot, but I don't want it to come across that I'm settling 
like this is like uh, what I get. I love Bozeman, but it, it's like this great middle ground of small town and the big city experience. Sure. Um, it's still, you know, the metro area is 100,000 people, I think, by now. Um, so it's not huge, but there's still, there's a lot of life here. There's a lot of community. Yeah. And so that's what I was looking for, I think. Let's be real. There's a lot of good food here. The Bozeman's food scene. This is the foodie town. It's incredible. Of this neck of the woods. Like three times in the last week, we've had guests come into the spa or the salon and I'm just walking by and they'll ask someone, do you have any food suggestions? I will drop. Like how much time you got? Everything (laughs) and dart towards them and be like, I've got a list. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love food. Oh, well, we're so glad to have you here in Bozeman. Thank you. So Moved during quarantine, mm. started a new position, built up a new team, mm-hmm. and then you decide to text me. <laughs> How do you feel about starting a podcast? How did you get this idea, and what made you actually go through with the text and want to start this? Where did your vision come from? So when I moved to Bozeman, um, it's kind of starts before that. So I, my last salon is They're My Ride or Die. They're my family. I was there for 13 years. The owner is one of my best friends. I met my best friend there. Um, They're family to me. And as much as I appreciate that and value those relationships, I worked my way up through the ranks, became a manager, and had zero boundaries. Mm -hmm. And it was, which was great. Because it, it created this relationship and this atmosphere that is so unique to that business, um, but it also at times could create a lot of strife. Sure. And when you really mix that personal and that business, so when I came to Bozeman, I made a very conscious decision to create healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. I still have great relationships with my new team, and I love them dearly. Um, I've I have some great friends coming out of it, but I definitely wanted boundaries mm-hmm. uh, for my personal life and my work life. And so, after a couple months here, I was like, you know what? I need something that fulfills my passion and on the personal side. Yeah. Um, and I, so I wanted to create something. At first, I didn't know what. Um, and of course, we're in, we were in quarantine when I moved, and it's still the pandemic right now. And so I wanted to do something that was a passion project, a side project that still kind of connected to what I know because my base knowledge is salon and spa industry. Mm-hmm. But I wanted something that fed it in a different way. I've I only do hair one day a week. I'm in the office a lot. I do a lot of leadership stuff. And so I wanted something that kind of sparked those creative juices again. Mm -hmm. um, I also love tech. I love entertaining. I, I mean, my parents said from, I, since I've been very little that I was meant to be on a stage in front of people. (laughs) And so this or behind a mic or behind a mic and, you know, give me a mic or a spotlight. I am there. I can't talk to two people alone. That terrifies me. But I'll talk to 5,000 people. I'll sing in front of 5,000 people. So, I mean, listen, I've done drag. So I'm a man in a dress sometimes. I obviously love being in the spotlight. A beautiful man in a dress, might I add. Thank you. Um, But yeah, just wanted something, a passion project that connected what I already know. um, But I wanted a way also to be able to give back and help other people. Um, I've gone through so much in life. And I've like, in your episode, we talked about your growth. I mean, 
you and I are like the poster children for personal growth, I think. Totally. Um, and so I wanted to be able to help other people and kind of connect with other people in this position. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, I drew inspiration from you. And because you mentioned your previous owner, Deanna, um, I reached out to her mm. and I asked her if she would share me oh, a little gosh. feedback about her experience in working with you. So let's hear from Deanna and her time with you. All right. Hello, Beautiful Hustle podcast listeners. My name is Deanna Korn, and I'm the owner of Studio Montage, a salon and spa located in downtown Great Falls, Montana. Phil worked with me for close to 13 years, and during that time, I was able to watch Phil develop amazing technical skills behind the chair, as well as become a mentor to his team. Phil has a passion for all sides of the beauty industry, but he's most passionate about who and what he invests in. If you are lucky enough to be his friend, he will hold you accountable for what you are capable of achieving. He will walk with you through the valleys, then he will grab your hand and drag you up the mountain, singing your praises to make sure you can enjoy the view. He's also incredibly fun to tease, whether he's flipping invisible hair over his shoulders, eyes dramatically rolling back in his head, or slamming down his computer while having an emotional meltdown. It's my great honor to introduce you to one of my most treasured friends, Philip Procopio, and his new adventure with the Beautiful Hustle podcast. Of course, she mentioned the she laptop. She mentioned the computer. I, when I reached out to her and she included that in there. I'm like, yes. Okay. Just side note, <laughs> her and I, it, that was directed at her when that happened. We were in a management meeting, so there's four of us in our office. I've got to set the scene because this is hysterical. <laughs> also, she was having an emotional breakdown at that exact, like we both were. Her and I were arguing and about something. She said something that just pissed me off. I mean, to the I literally slammed my computer down, very dramatically unplugged it the charger from the laptop, like tossed it and was like, fine, I quit then. I love this so much. And the one of the other managers, Dawn, who just like gives zero shits no. about drama, like has no time for that kind of crap. Can't deal. No. She was just scrolling on Facebook. Like <laughs> I posting funny memes. Probably a, an asteroid could have hit and nothing would have phased her in that moment. I and then the her. other one, Celeste, who's just such a sweetheart and emotion heart on her sleeve. She was just like in this panic state of like, Oh my God, what do I do? They're about to kill each other. <laughs> I love this so much. And yes, I love to flip my invisible hair. <laughs> yes, you do. And you're good at it. Um, And then I did reach out to one other person because uh -oh. I felt like you and Deanna are so close that um, I knew that she would want to participate in this. But also I wanted to share someone's experience with you from a different perspective, somebody oh. that you were managing, um, okay. somebody that you had uh, some leadership over in a sense that you really helped guide them to some of their success. So oh, listen to this from Nicole. Uh, Phil Procopio. He was by far one of my favorite coworkers I've ever had the pleasure of working with. When we were at Studio Montage, he every day brought passion and enthusiasm to our daily lives. And he was also super sassy, hilarious. And it was always hard to not be happy around Phil, especially because he always had something quick-witted to say in response or 
he had a new hair idea he wanted to try or he just saw this new makeup thing that he wanted to try and I was the guinea pig for a lot of the time we worked together and it always was a blast. I absolutely loved working with Phil. <laughs> ah, Phil Procopio. <laughs> I love Nicole. We actually, uh, when was it? January. Her and I went to London together. We lived together for a while too when we worked together, but we just went to London and uh, spent a couple weeks in London traveling and so yeah, she's amazing. That's and so she fun. was my guinea pig. She actually, Nicole, if you're listening, you you owe me a thank you. So when she first started, it was like no hair and makeup ever. And the first time I did her makeup, I did like what I considered a soft glam look. And mm. I sh- <laughs> a lot of room for interpretation uh, here. <laughs> anyways, so I showed her there was that invisible hair flip you guys yeah, couldn't see, but it it just happened. So when I showed her, her first response was like, "I look like a transgendered woman," <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, is that good or bad?" Like, and she so just like, nailed walked it. Away. <laughs> so nailed it. Yeah, and now she loves getting her hair and makeup done. Yeah, so she's beautiful. You're welcome, Nicole. I love that. Well, it's so fun to hear other people's opinions and perspectives of you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you and I have been so close on this journey. Sometimes it's um, nice to take a moment and stop and yeah. be able to hear what other people have gone through in their experience with you. So I love that. So Phil, talk to us about what's next. What does the future hold for Philip Procopio um, besides dominating podcast world <laughs> with me? Um, and putting up with my controlling bossiness, <laughs> what does the future look like for you? Gosh, I right now feel like a kid in a candy store. I, everything is so new. I started at the salon, uh, four months ago, took over as GM, this new podcast. I'm in a new city. Hopefully we're coming out of this pandemic soon. Mm-hmm. So excuse me. Um, I am just excited to grow. That's one of the reasons why I came here and came to this salon in particular. I love my studio montage crew, um, but they're pretty established. Like yeah. they've, they've got it down um, and they're very happy with where they're at. And so right now the salon is really in a building growth phase and we are taking over and I'm so excited to be with this team because it's, We've been very, very blessed since coming out of quarantine. We've done nothing but grow. Um, we're in a unique situation here in Bozeman. We have a lot of people moving here from the cities. Mm-hmm. It's a, The city is growing insanely right now. And so we are looking at second and third locations, resort areas. Um, we are just hired a ton of new people because we're just growing. So I'm very excited about that and the opportunities at work. I'm excited for a totally new social scene and to get to know new people, um, start dating again and just have fun. Like I'm, I'm all about fun right now. I I just want to have fun. Girls and guys just want to have fun. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, I hope you guys enjoy getting to know myself and Phil over the last couple of episodes. We're really excited. Next week is going to be our first episode where we talk about industry-specific subjects. So make sure to subscribe. Leave us ratings and reviews if you're loving what you're hearing. Head on over to Instagram and follow us at the Beautiful Hustle Podcast. 
And if you have any questions for us, in a couple weeks, we're going to be doing a Q&A episode and some story time. So while you're over on our Instagram, send us a DM and let us know what question. It could be about anything. It could be about COVID. It could be about benchmarks. It could be about leadership, culture, whatever you want it to be. Let us know what you want to know about in your salon and spa. And if you have a great story, we would love to hear some horror stories from behind the chair. We're going to dedicate a whole episode to that. So head over to our Instagram at the beautiful hustle podcast, drop us a DM. And until next time, stay beautiful and keep hustling.